Now, Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Brought to you by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Connect with Sharon now at 781-837-4900 and online at bostonconnect.com. Now, here's Sharon McNamara. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara here on Saturday morning. So glad that you could join me. Another beautiful day. Ryan, I don't know if we can handle it. It's beautiful. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous out. We are so lucky here in New England. And we we actually earned this from the last winter that we had. So uh, that voice was the one and only Ryan. He is our producer here for our Talk Real Estate show. And he does a fabulous job, as I tell everybody that I meet. So welcome. Thank you. And and it's also a beautiful day to have people down at your plaza. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know anything about that? Do you want to sort of plug it or you want me to plug it? Well, I mean, you can go ahead and plug it. All right, I'll plug it. So we have Lisa Azizian, right? All right. You got it. Right. it. I you said it right it. last week. I didn't. Uh, so she's going to be coming down to Brick Hill Plaza on uh, today, actually. And it's from 12 to 2.30. I almost forgot the time. And she is going to be broadcasting live in front of the the whole plaza. So it's Brooklyn Plaza. So it's uh, Boston Connect Real Estate. You'll be able to eat uh, meat. You'll be able to eat. You'll hmm. be able to meet. You, there will be food there we'll too. We'll have so food. We'll have food. Yeah. So, oh, my mind, I introduced Ginny Wandell from Boston Connect Real Estate. Good morning, Ginny. Good morning. It's nice to be here. Yeah, I'm all over the place this morning. And yeah, yeah. Andrew Monticone from Leader Bank, of course. Good morning. Good, Good morning. to be here. Good to be back, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a while. You usually take my show over for me. That's right. Yeah. So do you want to put tenure in control today and you can like interview I'll let, I'll let you run with it. Okay. For sure. All right. All right. Perfect. So back to what's going on at Brick Hill Plaza. Uh, we are having a big open house, so to speak, down at Brick Hill Plaza. And we are going to be, there's five companies that are down there that are going to be showcasing a bunch of things that happen inside their stores. So we have the Curtain House. We also have By the Sea. We have Long Pond Physical Therapy. We have Home Instead, which is um, a pro. At home. Yeah. At Home. Yeah. They do some programs with you know people who need services at home and Boston Connect Real Estate of course so we're going to have all kinds of little giveaways and giving out gift cards and raffles and all kinds of fun stuff so we hope that you can come down that's 31 Squisset Street in Pembroke Route 139 you can come and meet and greet uh, those of us at Boston Connect Real Estate if you are you know you're just you're interested in how's the market we hear that what every day all the time yes where, yeah where where's my house value now yeah what do you think my house is worth where, where's the market going? You hear it all the time, right? All the time. Yeah. So what we're going to have there is some information on how the market is in different towns. So mm-hmm. we'll have some handouts for everybody. And if you want to just get an on-the-spot sort of analysis of what your home is worth, again, it's without us seeing it, mm-hmm. um, you can come by the office. We'll take you into the conference room. and I'll be there. Yeah. Ginny can help you. And Donna Bagney will also be there as well and put you in that conference room and help you out figure out the have a conversation about what your house is valued at right now. Yeah, absolutely. And then Andrew will be available by phone later. Absolutely. Right, yes. 12 to 2.30. So if you are in the process of purchasing a home or thinking about it soon, we're going to talk about that right now with Andrew. Uh, you can give Andrew a call from the office, and he can do an approval for you right there on the phone, right? Yep, pre-approval. All right, We're going to talk perfect. about that today, what you should have with you and what you should uh, know about your finances. Yeah, absolutely. So to have the pre-approval when they first call you, we'll go through that right now. So if you mm-hmm. are planning on calling Andrew later, just make sure you have some of that information available and uh, you can call him. Uh, why don't we give your cell phone number right now, Andrew? Sure. It's uh, area code 781 474 
781-474-5085. Again, that's 781-474-5085. Perfect. So if you can't get down there today, you can certainly call him at any time. And if you come into the office today, uh, we can put you into what we call our chat room, which is our smaller conference room. And we'll have a line set up that we can call Andrew right from the office in the comfort of our office. And you can see where our home is down at Boston Connect Real Estate. So again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. I'm the proud broker owner and founder of Boston Connect Real Estate. You know what? It's coming up, guys. October 1st. Anniversary. Five years. Can you believe it? Hooray. Time goes by way too fast. Five years. That's our anniversary. Can you believe it? You're old. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. So I can't say like we're a new company really nice. anymore, right? Five years. Yeah. I mean, we're still newer, but yeah, they say if you make it to the five years, you're generally going to be, you're going to make it. You're, you're going to be you're okay. You're established now. Yeah. We're pretty much there. Yeah. So that's great. Um, again, we're talking to Andrew Montecone from Leader Bank today. So our topic today is all about loans and the process and the different types of loans that are out there. I know, do you have any information? I, what's the question you get all the time? How are the rates? What's going on? And something big was happening on Thursday, but we don't have all the details, really. Well, no, the, the Fed actually met on Thursday and decided not to raise rates. Oh, so they decided okay. to hold the rates for the time being, and uh, we'll have to wait for the next next quarter, the next uh, Fed meeting, to see what they're going to do with rates. But as of uh, Thursday, they decided not to raise, oh, okay. which is always good. You know, which is good news for for borrowers. You know, we yeah. don't want higher rates. No, absolutely. Do you have any? You don't have rates with you now, though, do you? Of course, oh, I always have rates with me now. <laughs> hey, Andrew, what are the rates like? Well, everyone usually wants to know what the 30-year fixed is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when people are asking what the rates, we're assuming that you have a 20% down payment. But you don't need one of those to uh, qualify for a mortgage. But ge generally speaking, we're going to go into low down payment loans uh, in a little bit. But for 20% for down, a 30-year fixed right now is uh, 3.875, which is which is really dynamite. It's a really great rate. Mm -hmm. um, if you're doing a 15-year fixed, you're looking at about 3.125. If you wanted to do uh, an ARM, which a lot of people are doing ARMs again, uh, which are adjustable rate mortgages. That's what ARM stands for, ARM. And a 5-1 ARM, which means that the rate is fixed for five years, you'd be getting 2.75. Mm-hmm. And then if you if you did a seven one arm, which means the that term that rate would be fixed for the, for seven years, that rate would be three point one two five. And then you can also do a ten one arm as well, which is a really great uh, rate that's fixed for ten years. And you can look at doing something around three point three seven five on a ten one. You know, and it's funny because a lot of they say that people, you know, when they are purchasing, they tend to move actually within seven to ten years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So why wouldn't you, if you if you know, hey, this is really not going to be my forever home? Does a ten one arm make sense, or would it, it can. would it change? It like, can. what are the it's, differences? Is you have to really look at, you know, if you can get in at, at a thirty year fixed at three eight seven five, you know, as opposed to a ten one arm, it's you know, it's a, a little less than a half percent difference you know a lot of people will t will opt to take the higher rate and just not have to worry about it yeah mm -hmm. um so when the spread when there's more of a spread between the 30-year fixed and the arms that's when you see people more go for the arm products yeah. and you know everybody was talking about what was happening on thursday you know if they were gonna you know raise the rates and everything else you never know when that's going to happen. Nope. So that's, I guess, good to be locked in. And I know one of the things I love, I've been working with you for years now. I mean, I don't even know. Going on 11. Yeah, 11 years, really, because I yelled at you when we first got here because you weren't cherry enough for me. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how tight we are now. <laughs> so, um, 
I know one of the things that you do for me and mm -hmm. for all of our clients, because I refer everybody to you, all of our buyer clients that we have. And um, one, I remember I asked you one time, it had to have been a few years ago, and I was like, hey, do you think I should refinance? You're like, nope, not yet. I'll let you know. I'll let you know in your easy breezy, one pulse short of being flatlined mentality of never, you know, he's never excited. It like It's calm, cool, and collected. Yeah. That's uh, confidence. Jenny, yeah. nice. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what Keep it is. Keep talking, Jenny. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but then out of the blue, you called me and you're like, yeah, we're going to lock you in today. And I think I have some ridiculous rate like that starts with a two. Yeah, absolutely. Know. Yeah, we, we certainly, if you, if you purchase with us. Uh, we keep track of your rate, and if it's, uh, you know, when rates go down and there's an opportunity to refinance and it makes sense uh, where you can save some money, we, we have a tracker that does that, and, and we call you up and say, hey, you can refinance, so it, yeah. it does make sense. Yeah, no, it's perfect. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm psyched. I mean, I never have to refinance again so long as I live, hopefully. Um, anyways, so why don't we talk about the whole thing, and I know I asked Ginny Wandell. Again, Ginny is a full-time real estate agent. We call ourselves sales and marketing advisors at Boston Connect Real Estate. Uh, yes, of course, we're realtors, but the whole process is really about advising, mm -hmm. and it is about sales, and it is about marketing, so um, I asked Ginny to be here because you know you are working with a lot of first-time homebuyer type people I mean I think it's That's the right. age of your children themselves you That's know what right. I mean so you're reaching out to their friends as well but you do all spectrums mm -hmm. there's a, a good mix of everyone from mm -hmm. empty nesters who are looking to right size all the way to their children who are first-time homebuyers yep absolutely so one of her good questions is why don't you ask Andrew well how do people start the first, the first phone call that I get sometimes, or even a walk-in at the office, is where do I start? Is it too early? Mm -hmm. My answer on my side is I always like to sit down with somebody at any time to see where you are. But what? How would you say? Yep. Um, Great we, question. We guide and ask people when's the right time to start. Yep. So it's never too early uh, to start the pre-approval process and to get your finances in order, because a lot of times what happens is. People call me too late where they've been thinking about buying for about a year and a half or two years and then they decide to go buy something. But then when I pull their credit and I go over their finances, they realize that they should have called me about a year and a half ago or two years ago so I can put them on a path to being pre-approved. Um, and some people can get pre-approved you know, right away, but there's also for the first time buyers, for the, for the younger clients out there, they have to be a little bit more established and there's some very simple fixes that you can do to make sure that they they start on the right path. Um, mm -hmm. so, so I think it's important that as soon as they, they think of home ownership or even if it's two years away, to contact a loan officer and uh, kind of start that process and, and get on track, whether it's a year or two. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes just as simple as um, making people feel comfortable Mm -hmm. to start the conversation. Some people are embarrassed, you know, oh, I've only worked here and there over the past two years and my work history mm -hmm. is a little up and down. Mm -hmm. Or I'm not sure that my paycheck is really gonna put me somewhere. And I think both with Andrew and myself, we like to make people comfortable enough that any question that they ask is a good place to start. Oh, absolutely. And also remembering that all of our conversations are confidential. Yep. Mm -hmm. I owe my clients loyalty and confidentiality. Mm -hmm. um, and as people get to know us in, in uh, the mortgage world and in the real estate <laughs> world, you'll see that um, those of us with integrity really are somebody you can trust. And mm -hmm. 
your business is your own private business. Absolutely. I believe that. that. Mm -hmm. And I don't really get involved with the numbers. I, you know, introduce them to Andrew. I know that they're in good hands at that point. And then Mm -hmm. if they come back and say, you know, Andrew said that maybe right now isn't a good time, but he put me on. We just closed with one this year. I mean, they came to us two years ago and they are just, you know, tickled pink. They are just so thrilled right now that they're in their first home. So um, it does sometimes take time. But, you know, the other part um, demographic that tends to be um, has some questions is, is the, the one that is navigating buying and selling at the same time? I haven't bought a house in a very long time. I've been in this house for 25 years and they do want to have a loan. They don't want to put all of their money, mm-hmm. you know, cash. Same thing for them? Ab- absolutely. That's, a, that's definitely, um, buying and selling isn't the same as it used to be at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a different process and what works in one market or what's acceptable in one market is not acceptable in another market. And mm-hmm. I'll give you an example where in some markets, sellers will not accept, if you're, you know, if you're selling and you're looking to buy something and when you go to buy that next property and you need to sell, in some markets they don't accept your offer if you're contingent on the sale of your current home because mm-hmm. they don't want a domino effect to happen. Yep. Um, some markets do allow that, some, some don't. So the first thing when we have people who are looking to buy and sell at the same time is I try to find out if they can buy without selling because it puts them more at a competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. So that's step number one is to find to speak with a loan officer to find to find out if you can do that. And then they're gonna ask you the basic questions. Um, real, really simple, it, it doesn't take long. You know, how, where you're currently working, uh, they're gonna do a credit check. They're gonna go over how much you're making for a salary, how much you have in the bank, what your down payment would be if you don't sell your home, uh, and you can kind of run the numbers to see if it if it makes sense and uh, and go over your options because at least you know what your options are. Mm-hmm. Um, some in some cases it might be where you do have to sell first and maybe you have to do a short term rental yep. for for three to six months and that's not a bad option. People don't like that answer sometimes because they don't want to move twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I mean, it, it's. A, Otherwise, you could be out there putting offers in and not getting accepted because you have a sale contingency. And we've seen that. Yeah. And you end up in a situation where you are making a decision based on emotion sometimes. And mm-hmm. I tell people, do not do that. And I have clients now. They we have we got a great we got a great price on their home because the inventory is so low. So it's it was perfect for them. They got the you know the number that they were looking for. Yep. So it makes perfect sense for them to just rent for a while until we can find a place for them to go. But the inventory sure. is still a problem. I actually uh, just recorded this week. It will be airing next week on Pack TV. Um, I did a session with John Buckley, who was our Register of Deeds uh, down for Plymouth County, yep. and we talked a little bit about some of that stuff too as well. So why don't we talk a little bit more about what types of payments? I mean, are we are we do for a break. Should I break now? No, not yet. Um, what are some of the different types of loan programs that you can get people into, and how do you determine who belongs where? Yep. So, if we're talking about first-time buyers, um, you know, every I think everyone knows, you know, if you if you have twenty percent down, that's a very standard type of mortgage. Mm-hmm. But there's many other loans that you can get get into that are very good, and uh, the payments are very low with with much less than twenty percent down. Mm-hmm. And these aren't these scary programs that. It, everyone foreclosed upon back in 2007 and 2008. These are these are very strictly underwritten. You, you need to show income. You need to have some down payment. Um, so people shouldn't feel worried that they're only putting down three or 5%, if it, especially if they're gonna stay there for a long time. 
I think the sellers actually get a little sure. antsy about that when mm-hmm. they see, well, why is this person only putting 3% down? And it was like, well, because there's a lot of people out there that only have 3%. Uh, and that's that's the answer. So the first program that I, that I like to do for somebody who has a, a low down payment mortgage is I like the first option is really to look at mass housing. Mm-hmm. If they have a 3% down uh, payment, uh, a mass, it's mass, it stands for Massachusetts Housing. Mm-hmm. You can't go to Mass Housing Direct to get a loan. You have to go through a, like a leader bank type, and mm-hmm. we're uh, one of the top mass, we're actually the top mass house housing lender in the state. Oh, nice. Um, and they're they're really a great loan. It's a great loan. You can do three percent down and 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 pay no private mortgage insurance. No PMI. No, no PMI. Okay. Okay. And the three percent actually can be gifted as well. It can be gifted from a family member, a parent, a brother, sister. And how does that process work? If I was a first-time homebuyer and mm-hmm. I needed a gift, how does that process work? It's really, it's really simple. I, I always say don't transfer any gifts until you speak with me. Okay. And the gifts are transferred very easily. Uh, the easiest way is just to have the gift donor, which would be the parent or family member, uh, to write a personal check to the buyer. Mm-hmm. And the buyer just deposits it into their account. Okay. We provide a gift letter. Uh, stating that you know that it does not have to be paid back, and everybody signs it, mm-hmm. and uh, that that's it's 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 very easy. And a lot of people ask about the tax implications of that. And what we call a gift has nothing to do with what the IRS calls a gift. It's this is strictly for underwriting purposes only. Okay. And you would want to speak with your CPA regarding any tax implications, but we don't have anything to do with it. What about people who just got married? We discussed this a long time ago. So people who just got married, you're saying don't put deposits in and out of your account really without talking to you. So a young couple mm-hmm. just gets married, they decide, you know, they have all of their, you know, wedding checks Gift and everything. Money. Gift money, yeah. So how do they deposit that? How do they, I mean, is that easy? Do they have to make sure, like, hey, if you're going to deposit these, make sure you take pictures, uh, t- take pictures. Yeah, well, that's how you do it on yeah. your phone now anyways. Just take, you know, a copy of every one yep. of those mm-hmm. so they can yeah, clearly show it. If, if you have, a, especially if you have a low down payment loan, usually you'd have to provide copies of the checks, all of them, and then just write a little of ex, little letter of explanation on what the checks were for. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty reasonable. You can see in the memo section, people put like wedding gift or something like that. Yeah. And then also too, after 60 days goes by and two bank statements go by, we're not going to ask anything prior to that. Okay. So if two bank statements go by, we're not going to dig any further than that. So okay. two, bi- two, bi- two cycles of your bank statements. If we don't see the deposits, we don't ask about them because we don't know about them. Okay. So two bank statements. So that's a pretty easy fix. Um, but the, the mass housing loans are really great. They only offer 30-year fixed products. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing one uh, right now where the interest rate's 4.5% with 3% down and there's no PMI. That's a really, really good program. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a safe program. Um, Can you give me an example? I, I you yeah, have your calculator and sure. everything. So if somebody was purchasing, let's say a first-time home buyer, let's use uh, three hundred thousand dollars. If it was a first-time home buyer doing yeah. three hundred, sure. So if the sales price was three hundred thousand, their their loan amount would be two ninety one. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if they had a four and a half percent interest rate, uh, their their principal and interest payments. I'm just going to round up the change. Would be fourteen seventy five. Wow. So one thousand four hundred and seventy-five dollars. That's their principal and interest payment. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they'd have their estimated tax property taxes on a monthly basis on top of that. Yeah. So let's call that you know two fifty, okay. uh, depending you know depending on the town. 
but 250 and then of course your homeowner's insurance would probably be about $85 and you're going to be about 1810 a, a month. Very reasonable if you yeah. think about rents and what ki- you know what the, you know people are paying for rents and a $300,000 house by the way is quite a house. Is quite a house in in certain towns, yeah, you know. Ab- absolutely and if you can, you know, uh, the, the rental market right now, I mean, to find something under $2,000 if you want more than a, even a one bedroom, it's just it's just hard. It is hard it to is. find. And single-family houses are impossible to find. So, I mean, we just had something come up. I just saw it come up on MLS this week, and it was a small three-bedroom cape. Um, it was actually in Pembroke, no garage or anything, but just a small little, you know, modest cape. It was maybe like 1,500 square feet, and that was on the market, I believe, for like 284 or 289. So, I mean, that's very reasonable for somebody to be, to be able to do that with an acre and a little bit more uh, of land. Especially if you have, you know, a young a young married couple with two incomes and they're looking to buy a house. I mean, that's a pretty low pay, you yeah. know, monthly payment. Uh, mm-hmm. to get into, especially now. Um, yeah. And luckily the rates have remained low to, to do this. And, that, and that's why we're seeing a lot of people out there. Yeah. That's why there's there's not a lot of inventory and there's a lot of buyers. Yeah, absolutely. We can talk about that whole pyramid, how things are, we don't have as much inventory. But right now we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about mass housing. You have more things to talk about mass housing? We'll talk about mass housing a little bit. Then we're going to jump into conventional, then FHA. Okay, perfect. Yep. So we'll be right back. The next time you see a football field on TV, a wide shot where you can see the whole field and everyone looks tiny, remember that the clean team professionally cleans as much carpet and upholstery in one year to cover that field 20 times over. That's a lot of cleaning. And the clean team does all of their cleaning around the South Shore and the Cape. The clean team has been in business for over 30 years, and aside from having a great reputation, they've earned plenty of certifications in the cleaning and restoration of fabrics. I'm Jennifer, co-owner of The Clean Team. My husband Matt and I have spent many years tackling every type of residential and commercial cleaning job you could possibly think of. It's not just carpets and upholstery. We clean oriental rugs, leather, tile, stone, as well as grout cleaning and ceiling. We want to help you make your home clean and inviting. So the next time you watch two football teams make a big mess, think of The Clean Team, covering the South Shore for over 30 years. Online at thecleanteam.net. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. Plumbing problems are inevitable. Sad to say, do not fix it yourself. After all, that's your home you're living in. McNamara Plumbing. New construction, renovations, repairs, service calls. McNamara Plumbing. 
fully insured. 781-294-7100. McNamara Plumbing. 50% more talk real estate absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Now one hour every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD. And we're back. Good morning to all my social Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, Ginny Wandell, and Andrew Montecone from Leader Bank. Uh, Ginny Wandell, of course, is from Boston Connect Real Estate. She is one of our full-time real estate advisors, uh, sales and marketing advisors over there at Boston Connect. She is a full-time realtor. So uh, welcome again. And we were talking about loans and everything, but I have, I'm not going to lie. Like when we were just at break, we were talking about cars. And please tell me more that you had to drive a granny car when you were younger? Yes, that was, the, that was when I was in high school school i would take uh, the the my grandmother's car she just <laughs> gave us her, her old car and i would be driving around in a in like an a granny car is what oh we called it oh my god well i have to tell you my parents had a granada so i don't even know if they like that's what i had really yeah my parents had their granada yeah so I, I used had to, to just deal with it it did have, a, it did have ac it. so i was I, <laughs> yeah. you know it was called may i please borrow the car yeah exactly yeah. so we we're just having fun uh, off air but we we're talking about gifts and things like that where it is um as absolutely possible for you to get a gift but one of the things andrew when we went to break and we were talking about the 30-year fixed again to backtrack mass housing loan three percent down no pmi the three percent can be gifted if yep. you if you want um but if you nine thousand dollars basically for a three hundred thousand dollar house if you needed to come up with nine thousand dollars for that three percent down some of it could be gifted or you could ask the seller to contribute five thousand dollars to closing costs closing yeah. you're allowed to get you're allowed, you are allowed to get fi- it's basically financing the closing costs yeah. is what you're doing by having the seller pay for it mm-hmm. yeah so. so that's great so then you're so then what you're now you're financing what 296 because we've given that right yeah if you let's say you you got something under agreement for Let's say two ninety five. You would ask. You would ask to raise the price up to three hundred, mm-hmm. and then you would have five thousand go back to closing mm-hmm. for closing costs. But you're financing that full amount. Yeah, right? you're financing the full amount. Yeah. So that's how you're financing your closing costs. So, and of course, I always think it's important. Although we, you can get in with a low down payment loan, I still always like to see that you have money in the bank after your down payment. Because owning a house is an expense, and so you know you don't want to be buying a house and then wiping yourself out. Uh, you want to have some kind of reserves in the bank for for a rainy day or if things break and just in, just in case. So. Yeah, and I think that that's really smart. I mean, I've been a homeowner myself for 23 years, and you know, there's always something. You know, the dishwasher. Actually, uh, there's right always now, something. The microwave, like my microwave, the light no longer works on the microwave. I have no idea. I got to call Mark. I need a new dishwasher. I need. A pl- <laughs> I was told I need a plumber to put it in. So uh, yeah, true. Yeah. All right, we well, can call my husband. He's a plumber. Right, oh, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, that's our joke. That's our private joke, me and Ryan. Yeah, he's a plumber. Um, okay, so let's go back on to mass housing then. So what other things did you want to uh, fill us in about mass housing? Yep, so the, the reason when f- someone comes to me and they have a small down payment, whether it's 3% or 5 or 3% in that range, I like to do mass housing because the appraisal process is not nearly as strict as what people, a lot of people are, are forced into FHA loans. Mm-hmm. And the reason why a lot of people are given the option for FHA loans is because they don't do mass housing loans. Okay. That's the reason. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like when I say they don't do them, I mean other lenders, lenders. aren't, they don't have mass housing products available for, available to them. So their only other three and a half percent down option is FHA. And FHA is not a bad option. And we're going to jump into that next. Okay. It's, it's just that a mass housing is a cleaner, better loan for someone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's less expensive. Okay. 
And so it's it, in, in every aspect, it, it usually comes out ahead. What um, are the requirements, though, for you as a buyer? Like, do you have to have a certain credit score? Like, what, can we talk about that a little mass bit? Mass housing? Yeah. Yes. The minimum credit score for a mass housing loan is 660. Okay. Okay. What's the highest you can get? 850. Okay. I'm, okay. You know I'm bummed because mine went down because of that dumb Kohl's bill. I'm not going to reveal to what, everybody what your credit score is. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm joking. Um, so the first thing is you need a 660, a 660 credit score for a mass housing loan. Okay? Mm-hmm. You need to have been employed, not by the same employer, but you need to have a two-year work history. Hmm. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, if you, but it's okay if you were in college, that counts. So oh. if you were in college and then all of a sudden you get a job and you're a salary employee, mm-hmm. um, you can use that salary and then your your college counts as prior work history. Okay. Yeah. You know, one of the things too is you have to be so clear with people. So, you know, I have a client who is actually getting a VA loan. Yeah, I love VA loans. Yeah, VA loans. We'll talk about those as well. And he, something came up where he is actually going to be, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to give too many details. But anyways, you have to be very clear of like how long you've been in certain jobs maybe, right? Yeah, it has to be. You like have part-time, to, full-time? Yes. I mean, those are the questions the loan officer should be asking. And then you will ask for W-2s and pay stubs to verify. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's important. Um, your debt to income ratio, which is a calculation that I, I don't know if we're going to go into right now, but we, it's a little bit confusing to figure out, but it need, if you're going to put down 3%, your total debt to income ratio cannot be above 41%. And in, what is debt to income ratio? It's if you add up all your minimum payments on your credit, on your credit report, the minimums, and then you take your new proposed mortgage payment and you're dividing it into your monthly income and that spits out a ratio. Okay. So let me ask you this question. I know you always say like, don't cancel credit cards and stuff. So yep. if you have a balance, let's just say I have my American Express card and I have $2,000 on my American Express card. Yep. Are you looking at the minimum? The minimum payment. Okay. So you're not yep. looking at the total. We're looking at the minimum Or like payments. how much are they will give me? Like if my balance, you know, if I can, you know, my credit nope. card credit. says you can, you can go up to $20,000. We look at the minimum. So if okay. it's $25 minimum payment, that's what we're going to use. Okay. Uh, for student loans, though, it's a little different. You, oh, yeah. They changed it. Uh, you, they take 1% of your balance as the minimum payment now. Okay. For mass housing. All right. Give an example of that for me. Your student loan is $30,000. Yeah. Uh, but the, on your credit report, it says it's deferred. And so there's no payment. Yeah. We're going to take 1% of 30000 and use that as your minimum payment, which okay. is $300. 300 Okay. Yeah. All right. So that, could, I've, that's, that was a recent change. I see. Now, I'm jumping all over the place, but I really want to take this in bits and pieces because... One of the things that I think that we're seeing right now is so many people getting out of college have such high, to, you know, rate. Uh, so student loans are That's just why so they high. It. That's why so, they changed it. Really? They changed the calculation for it because they figured they want to make sure people can pay their student loans and do, and they don't want to have another disaster. Yeah. Well, did it know? used to be? Was it less? We took whatever's on the credit report. Oh, really? So if it was deferred, we wouldn't use it. Or if it showed like ten dollars, a lot of them show. Yeah. We would just use ten dollars. Oh, I see. Which basically means it's in deferment. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So do you are you seeing that? I mean, personally, are you seeing just people with high? Like I see one of the things I know is like there's a lot of people have high car payments. Like this certain generation of people have high car payments, and then there's also the student loans. So it makes it a little yeah. more difficult. I still would rather see people buy a car than lease it, though, because the leasing. At least if, if you're applying for a mortgage and you're paying down you're paying off your car, at least after you pay it off there's no more payment. Yeah. So you can keep your car for a while and nowadays cars should go 
I mean, they really should go 175,000 miles or 150. You should yeah. be able to stretch it out. My last car did yeah. 175,000 I mean, miles. I, I, I love that You should thing. be able to drive it pretty a long time. Mm -hmm. So um, the problem with leasing is if, if like, let's say you have like $5,000 left on your car loan, you know, maybe you could pay that off to qualify. Yeah. But if you're leasing and you have two years left on a lease, you can't get, you really can't get out of it. Yeah. So there's nothing you can really do. Yeah. I mean, you could buy out of the lease, I guess, but it's, it gets expensive. Yeah. So I always, you know, I would rather see kids buy something uh, mm -hmm. through a car loan as opposed to leasing. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And it can be a Granada. Do they even make them anymore? Those are all in the graveyard somewhere. All gone. Our <laughs> yeah. graveyard. Yeah. Okay. Where else? What else we have going on with the mass housing? Or do you, are we done with that? So mass housing is the first option for a low down payment loan. If you have less, if you have 3%... For a down payment, so three percent. Any, anything you know, if you don't have any more than three percent, my my first thing that I look at is mass housing for for the client. Let me ask a question. It just seems such like a perfect place to be. What would make you consider doing something different? If the credit score was six forty. Oh, okay. So it goes yep. to that. Okay. So let's say your debt to income ratio was a little bit higher, and your credit score was six forty. Okay. The only other option that you really have at this point is FHA. Okay. They FHA is a good loan. The rates are, are good. The PMI is expensive. Okay. So you have you have a, you can do a three and a half percent down payment. So a little bit more down payment than a, than a mass housing. You need three and a half percent. Not much. But then. not much more. Mm -hmm. um, you need a six forty credit score to qualify. Mm -hmm. um, the debt to income ratio is is actually pretty tolerable. You can go up to fifty percent as opposed to 41, which is 9% higher, yeah. or nine percentage points uh, more tolerance, which I think is, which does allow people to get into homes and, and it's a useful program for sure. Yeah. Um, the, down, the down payment can all be gifted. So all three and a half percent can be gifted from a family member. Um, the appraisal process is more strict. Mm. So this is the biggest thing that I see that uh, really, can stop loans from closing and purchases from not happening uh, or people not putting offers in because mm -hmm. if you if you pre-approve someone for an fha loan the appraisal process is strict so we're going to go through some of that right now what to look out for okay and i want to let you know that as a listing agent i had a property recently in weymouth and i definitely knew this is not going to pass fha and we got the first time around uh, we got 12 offers on that property wow. and the first thing we did was took the people who had loans with that were fha and we just put them aside Yep. We're not even considering them. So that's not a good place to be if that's the only thing, your only option. Like Correct. We, and I actually said to one of them, because, you know, everything else was really lined up really nicely, uh, just with dates and, and down payments and all this other stuff. I said, do they have the option to do a mass housing loan? And she said, I'll look. So I never heard back from them. So they couldn't. They could only do FHA. Hmm. So it must have been the credit score thing. Could have been a credit score or the person that they were working with said that, oh, no, no, mass housing, we know, yeah. you know, we don't have it. Yeah. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because they're not, they're not. They're not on board with mass housing. Okay. They're not, they're not uh, they don't have the authority to underwrite for them. Okay. Before you get to the process of what the guidelines are for the inspection, can you tell me about, it? this has PMI insurance, right? Yes. So how much is yes. that? The PMI is, it can get, can get expensive, although it has, it has come down, um, has come down recently. So. What kind of what kind of example do you uh, want to go? Do you want to do a, a three hundred thousand? Let's use let's use the same example that we yeah. used last time because I think that's going to be good. And the calculation for uh, for for FHA is a little bit tricky. So 
We are going to get into that in just in just one second. I'm going to actually do an exact calculation for the FHA because one other thing that we have to look at on an FHA loan is what's called an FHA funding fee. Okay. Okay. An FHA funding fee, and that means you're 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 paying a premium at the closing, which is financed into the loan to just to. A kind of like a pleasure doing business with you with the FHA. It goes into the FHA fund. Okay. Okay. It's expensive. It's a very expensive fee, I think, and that that's why, in my mind, FHA is the loan is your last resort loan, as I like to call it. Like if you don't qualify for anything else, I think FHA is a good option for you. Okay. okay. How much is? Oh, you're figuring out how much the fee is. The fee is based on a percentage. It's a percent. Yeah, it's a percentage. But I want to give it an actual real number. Yeah. Okay. And we're using three hundred thousand as the home price. Yes. Okay, so let's we're going to look we're going to break down the payments on a $300,000 FHA. So the, the, the here's the here's the thing. The 30-year fixed rate is great. Mm-hmm. Okay? 3.375. Unbelievable. 3.375 on a 30-year fixed FHA. Okay. Right? Sounds great. And yeah. it is great. Four and a half with the mass housing. But no PMI on the on the mass housing. Yep. So okay. this is so this is FHA 3.375 but you have PMI, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's go. Let's break down what the PMI is going to be per month. The PMI is a percentage. It's 0.85% of the loan amount. So that's going to be $205. What's that percentage again? I'm sorry. It's 0.85. 0.85, okay. So we're going to break down first off. Well, we'll, we'll do the payments in, the, in a second here. I am taking just Did very good notes over notes. here. <laughs> I am really into this. Okay, go All ahead. right, so we said we have a 30-year fixed mortgage at 3.375 and then we have PMI at $205 per month. Mhm. Okay. So now if we add those two up, we're going to be at let's see here 15 I'm going to round up the change 1508 per month. 15 that includes the PMI, right? That includes the PMI. We haven't gone into taxes and insurance yet. Okay. So we'll use 254 So that's the taxes. Long. And, and then we're going to use eighty five for insurance. All right. So the three hundred thousand, um, the number that I didn't have, I guess I could do some math if I got motivated enough. Uh, One thousand three hundred and three. So you're going to be total payment on FHA with three and a half percent down. Of course, I'm estimating the taxes. You're going to be about eighteen forty four, roughly. All right. So you still not bad. That's okay. Yeah, so eighteen forty four. It's not we're, bad. We're thirty four dollars more than a mass housing. Correct. So it still it still gets you in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, you did put a half percent more down. Okay. So what is that? So we were at nine thousand for the other one. Yep. So you, instead of instead of putting down, uh, you put an extra fifteen hundred down. Okay. Not terrible. Yeah. So ten thousand five hundred down. Yep, okay. Not bad at all. And then the thing that you the uh, the kind of the hidden FHA fee is the is the funding fee. And the funding fee would be five thousand sixty-six dollars onto your loan. What? Yes. Five thousand. Five thousand is a percentage. Yeah. Wow. Five thousand. Sixty-six. Sixty-six. Okay. So did that? Did you calculate? That's all that part of the it? payments. But we're still at eighteen forty-four. We're still at eighteen forty-four. Okay. But I mean, when you really look at it compared to a mass housing loan, you can see that you just added five more thousand. We just gave five thousand bucks. What that? It, it, yeah. Well, you basically what it did is it ate into your down payment. You, now you you put down three and a half percent, but you really have less than that into the house now. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. So again, still gets you in though. Yeah. It still gets you in. And one of the recent changes with FHA, they did lower the monthly PMI, which I just went over. Yep. But the thing that really the the thing that really just kind of is like the ongoing like like thorn in my side with FHA is 
they uh, you have PMI for life until you refinance out of it. Oh, really? That's an important thing that people don't always get told. Oh, I thought it was once you got to twenty percent. Not with FHA. You have you can refinance out. But until you sell or refinance, you have to refinance out of an FHA loan to get rid of the PMI. Okay, so you know what? I I completely understand that. I want you to say that one more time, just slower, just for those listeners who, you know what? How long have we been? I I see you all the time. I talk to you all the time. I did not know that. Say that nice and slow again for for people so they understand. So for FHA loans, no matter how much you put down or how much equity you have, you will be paying PMI for the duration of the loan until you refinance out. So you have this great rate. What are the chances of you wanting to refinance? There's really no need to, other than to get rid of the PMI and to get into a conventional loan. That's the only, that's the reason what you would, once you, once you feel like you could, you could achieve a conventional uh, mortgage, you would try to refinance out of if, but I mean, what if the payments were more, you know, depending on who knows what the rates are going to be. Yeah. But it it does get you into a house. Yep. You know, maybe you're only there, maybe it's, you know, it's a, it's really a first time buyer type of product. Maybe you're only there for five to seven years. Okay. So if I was a person who had 20% to put down, it doesn't make sense to even attempt one of these, right? I mean, no, no you just, you, the conventional That'll is just clean. That'll bring you to conventional. Yep, yeah. a very rare, uh, in a very, very rare case would someone do something like that. Okay, all right, well, you guys, this is great information. Again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, uh, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. We're here along with Andrew Monticone, a good friend of mine and uh, the best loan officer on the South Shore, in my opinion. So I'm glad to always have him here and he helps us at the office with all kinds of things that last class you did for us too with all the um contingencies or the conditions on the commitment letter that was awesome uh so he's always around the office generally on fridays you're hanging out and you're doing your thing so uh that's great he's going to be available later today by phone because we're having that broker not a broker we're having an open house down at brick kiln plaza again that's today between 12 and 2 30 lisa azizian is going to be there broadcasting live from watd it's not about boston connect real estate it's about all about brick kiln plaza We'll have many shops down there that will be broadcasting. We have By the Sea, we have the Curtain House, we have Long Pond, and we have um, Homes. I always want to say Home instead, but it isn't. But it's one of those, I forget the name of it. And us, of course. Home instead, whatever it is, but they're going to be there. So you'll get to meet them and they'll give you the the right name of it. And I'm sorry, I look at their sign every day. And again, Ginny Wandell will be there as well. So if you want to get down there and you want to get an analysis on what your home is worth, if you want to have her, you know, meet and greet you, she can go into the conference room and they can call Andrew with you together and then give Mm -hmm. you some privacy. And we can talk real estate. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we have the show, Talk Real Estate. We'll, We'll be right back. The next time you see a football field on TV, a wide shot where you can see the whole field and everyone looks tiny, remember that the clean team professionally cleans as much carpet and upholstery in one year to cover that field 20 times over. That's a lot of cleaning. And the clean team does all of their cleaning around the South Shore and the Cape. The clean team has been in business for over 30 years, and aside from having a great reputation, they've earned plenty of certifications in the cleaning and restoration of fabrics. I'm Jennifer, co-owner of The Clean Team. My husband Matt and I have spent many years tackling every type of residential and commercial clean job you could possibly think of. It's not just carpets and upholstery. We clean oriental rugs, leather, tile, stone, as well as grout cleaning and ceiling. We want to help you make your home clean and inviting. So the next time you watch two football teams make a big mess, think of The Clean Team, covering the South Shore for over 30 years, online at thecleanteam.net. 
Plumbing problems are inevitable. Sad to say, do not fix it yourself. After all, that's your home you're living in. McNamara Plumbing, new construction, renovations, repairs, service calls. McNamara Plumbing, fully insured, 781-294-7100. McNamara Plumbing. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one -on -one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. Fifty percent more talk real estate, absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara now, one hour every Saturday morning on ninety-five nine WATD. And we're back. Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara from Boston Connect Real Estate. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara along with Ginny Wandell, who is a full-time realtor at Boston Connect Real Estate. And she, we call ourselves sales and marketing advisors. So she is here. Good morning again. Hi. Nice to be here. Yeah. I'm so glad that you could join us mm -hmm. today. And you're going to be heading over to the open house down at Brookhill Plaza later. Yeah. Big block party. Yeah. Big block party. We're going to have chip clips and chips and all kinds of fun stuff going on over there. Um, is that fun? I love chips. Yeah. Chips are fun for me all the time. I it's love about it. the food, isn't it? It is really about food the is food. Food is love? Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. There's going to be all kinds of fun stuff going on down there. We have little giveaways too. And we have, of course, Andrew Montecone from Leader Bank and he is our the, our one and only loan officer in my eyes. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and too, can I say on the air? I'm going to. You have a new beautiful baby boy, Luke. Thank you. Yeah, he's so cute. And I'm just going to tell adorable. like a little bit of a story. Mary came, Mary was in the back of the um, office today and she came back. She goes, do you think it's really, really weird how much Luke looks, looks like, like his Andrew? dad? He does. Yeah, it's weird. Really, really does. It's mm. nice. I, I can see what I look like when I was a baby. It's yeah. Nice. I mean, yeah. Did, have you, had, did your mother agree? Did you look like uh, Luke when you were a baby? Uh, my sisters all think so. Yeah. Or they just think I, that he looks just like me. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. Image. Literally, the day that Bath had the baby and you had the baby, um, I remember you sent, like, the picture in the little swaddle, like, still in the hospital. <laughs> and I looked at the picture, and I was like, this is freaky to me. <laughs> we knew who we, that baby belonged yeah. to. Yeah. You yeah. could have given me a lineup of 20 babies, and I could have said, that's oh, that, Andrew's. Yeah, that, that's easy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's that, Andrew's uh, baby. Yes. It's so funny, so, but he is adorable. Great. And we love family, don't we? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. You are new grandma yourself. Grandma me. Yeah, yeah. which is great. Nice. I um, have my two children. I'm celebrating empty nest syndrome, but I miss them terribly, but whatever. Um, yeah, Casey's in Italy, which is, she's having a really good time. But, um, Andrew, I was going to say something to you, and I don't remember what. 
but so I'll just bypass that for now. So we're talking about loans and different types of loans, how to start the process, start as soon as you think that this is going to be something you want to do, whether it's two years from now, a year from now, or six months from now, find out where you are to get to where you're going. Uh, we're talking about the different types of loan programs that you have available for people. So we first highlighted and went into detail actually on mass housing. Uh, so we put all those details together and perhaps we can do some type of a uh, blog and put them on the website. Uh, you also talked about VA loans. I um, No, no, we're going to do that next. You, uh, FHA. 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 Yep. Yep. FHA loans. Yep. And now we're going to talk about VA loans? Yep. So before we jump into VA, just important to note with the FHA um, FHA process, the oh, appraisals yeah. are more strict. Yeah. And this is the biggest deal killer that I see is the appraisals for FHA. And the number one thing FHA looks for when they go uh, do an appraisal is uh, scraped and chip paint. Yeah, why? Just something that they, you know, they just don't want. And uh, any chipped or scraped paint has to be uh, remedied before closing. Mm-hmm. And then the appraiser goes back out. So it doesn't matter if it's the middle of winter. Yeah, I know. Even though we know the paint's not going to stick, you still have to go up there knowing and paint it, knowing that it's not going to last. Um, yeah. It's just part of the process. And if you if you are going for an FHA loan and you see chipped or scraped paint on any area of the house or any structure in the in, in on the land, whether it's a shed, a garage, it doesn't matter if it's detached or not detached, it has to be fixed before closing. So chipped mm-hmm. and scraped paint. So if you're a seller, I mean, this is something to consider as well. I mean, because, yes. you know, if you have chipped paint on your house and you feel as if you're going to be in that first time home buyer section, right? Mm-hmm. Or somebody, you know, it just, it doesn't even have to be a first time home buyer, just somebody who's looking for a smaller home. Make sure that those things are definitely taken care of before you put it on the market. The problem we used to have was with the short sales. They, nobody there had no any money, money to fix it. So the buyers were making repairs to a house that they didn't even own yet to make it pass and qualify. Yeah, that was a scary time. I'm yes. glad we're past that. Me too. So, okay, and what are some of the other things that they're looking for? That's real. That's the main thing. The other things are safety violations, yeah. um, you know, exposed wiring. Railings. Um, a, a common one is... um a deck without handrails. Yeah. That's a very common one that we yep. see. Any uh, any type of rails that are missing. Yep. Um, those are safety violations and have to be fixed. Uh, then we, we can jump into VA loans because okay, it's, it's, seg- it's a good segue because they have some appra- appraisal uh, requirements as well. But we'll first talk about the requirements to get into a VA loan. Okay. Which you have to have, you have to be a veteran. Yep. And you have to have what's known as a certificate of eligibility. Mm-hmm. And uh, out of any loan that I do, I think my favorite is VA. Okay. I, I really like them. I think they're they're just they're so good for the veterans, and they're and on top of it, they're they're just probably they're just really the best loan you can get. Yeah. In my in my and it wasn't always the case. So let's give give an example of a VA loan using that same three hundred thousand uh, dollar. And they can do a hundred percent financing. That's the best part. If they they don't need a down payment. Okay. So it's a hundred percent financing. Okay. So let me talk about that for a minute. And there's no PMI. No PMI, no down payment. 30-year fixed. However, one of the problems that I see is that, you know, when you are putting an offer in on a house and you don't have any money to put down, the seller is looking at that as almost being frowned upon Mm -hmm. because it's one of those situations where what's going to keep your skin in the game type thing. So they could borrow money from someone to put down for purchase and sales agreement and get it back at the end and still sure. do the 100% financing, right? That's a that's a excellent solution. Okay. So even if you have, a, a lot of veterans have money to put down, but they say, hey, I'm going to take advantage of the 100%. Yeah. And so they do. And um, 
you know, you, if you have like, let's say, or you don't, let's say you don't have the, the, any money to put down, you can borrow the money for, for the deposit when you make an offer. Because what you said is, is exactly right. When you sign a purchase and sales, the seller wants you to put up something. Yeah. I mean, you typically it's supposed to be 5%, but you know, it's got to be a couple thousand. I mean, yeah. just to make the seller... Yeah, feel confident so, that you're not going to walk away. Yeah, so you can certainly borrow that money as a as a gift, or, or you know, or even just a letter of explanation. I borrowed this temporarily. I pay. I just paid them back. I mean, that's that would be more than fine, more okay. than acceptable. Perfect. Um, the the requirements are are, are uh, the debt to income ratio requirements for VA are pretty lenient. You can go up to usually forty five percent debt to income ratio. Um, credit scores are uh, technically. VA, you don't need a, you don't. There's no credit score requirements technically, um, but every lender has some overlays that, that they call. You have to have at least a, a 640. Okay. A 640. Some banks will go to a 620. Okay. On VA, but typically you need about a 640. And the 30-year fixed rate on them is is unbelievable. With no PMI, you're at 3.375. 30-year wow. fixed, no PMI. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's amazing. These are for VAs for veterans. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that, you know, are those questions being asked? Somebody comes to the table and, you know, do they come right out and say, I, I'm wondering if all the vets know that they have this opportunity there for them. Do you ask right away, are you a vet? Um, typically when you're going over their their employment history, yeah, it usually comes up. Okay. Or a lot of them say, you know, I'm a veteran. I, w- I want to look into a VA loan. So a lot of them know, do know about it now. Okay. Um, I think it's a, a popular product, um, especially if you... I found that if I do a, a VA loan for someone who in the fire department, all of a sudden you're doing all their buddies yeah. uh, who are veterans. Yeah. So that, that seems to happen. Or the police department. Now, can you only do it once? Um, like, What are the requirements? You can do it? You can do it um, more than once. Um, you just can't have two VA loans at the, out at the same time. Okay. So you have to you have to get you know the second time use and subsequent use that you can do. Okay, so yeah. you couldn't buy a second uh, family, like a, a vacation home with one, right? No, primary no. residence. It's hmm. primary residence. Primary residence only. And you can you can certainly buy a second home, but you just can't do it as a VA loan. VA loan. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So keep on going, and I'll talk about the open houses after. Okay. So one of the uh, requirements on the appraisal side of things for VA, which is unique for uh, for any type of loan, is it's, it's re- a pest inspection is required. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the veteran is not allowed to pay for the pest inspection. It has yep. to be paid for by either the seller, the realtor, or the bank. And okay. usually, I usually pay for the pest inspection part oh, of the home inspection for them. Yep. Yeah, that's nice. Yep. That's good. All right. Yep. Um, and so, what they're looking for is any type of pest damage that mm-hmm. has to be fixed prior to closing. Um, termites, uh, carpenter ants. Uh, those are the t- those are the most common that you'll okay. see around the, these parts. Um, and if there is termite damage, it has to be treated. And then there usually has to be some kind of report that says, like, you know, the structure of the house wasn't damaged or. Mm-hmm. Uh, but typically, it's usually pretty minor damage. Hmm. All right. In most awesome. cases, I've, I've seen some pretty bad ones. But Yeah, I know. Those termites, they get hungry, hungry little buggers. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, open houses this weekend, you can go to bostonconnect.com. Under the buyer tab, you can find all of the open houses, not only for Boston Connect real estate. I myself will be doing uh, an open house tomorrow. I, I actually have two that I'm going to be doing tomorrow, so you'll be able to find me uh, out and about at my new development over at Jefferson Square, which is a condo development. If you are looking to have that inner city and you live on the South Shore, uh, definitely come and visit. We'll be there from 12 to 4 tomorrow. 
Uh, so Mary and I are going to be alternating schedules. And I'll also be over at Robin Lane, which is in Pembroke, New Construction. Uh, beautiful four-bedroom colonial, $6.99. It's on the market for. It's gorgeous. It's staged. You're going to love it. Uh, so come see me over there. And then uh, there's all types of open houses going on. If you can't get into one of the open houses this weekend, uh, any of them, not just Boston Connect ones, give us a call. We can get you in there uh, for a private showing and we can help you through this whole process and obviously introduce you to Andrew Montacone. And Ginny is very much available to show properties during the week because she's a full-time agent, which is really important right now. Absolutely. Perfect. I want also to say how beautiful um, and easy access uh, to get down Washington Street, Route 53, yep. to see those beautiful new condos. Um, easy access, beautiful trip. Perfect. Worth a look. Yeah, absolutely. For the young professionals, it's going to be great. So um, I almost just ate the microphone there, Ryan. I don't know what happened. All right, let's talk about conventional. Do we? How many minutes do we have? Just a few? One minute? How did okay. that go by so fast? Conventional. Make it real quick. Sure. The, one of the <laughs> cleanest loans you can do with five, you need a 5% down payment is a conventional loan with no PMI. The rate's uh, typically 4.25% if you have 740 credit. And this is if you're if you're a well-qualified candidate, but you don't have a ton of down payment. You just have about 5%. Okay. And typically, the 5% has to come from you. It okay. Can't be, it cannot be gifted in most cases. Is um, there a max on how much you can do? Like, that was the other question I should have asked for the other ones. Like, can you get, like, a $700,000 home? Sure. Mm. No, there's loan limits on all of them. Loan yep. limits on all typically, of them. Typically... Okay. To go into each one, but t- for conventional four seventeen or under for the for lo- for these low down payment loans. Yep. Um, Oh. Oh, there you, n- tune in next time. No, well, you know what? Give Andrew a call. He's going to be at uh he's going to be available today, but we can get him for you. Can you give us a phone number, Andrew? Yes, area code 781-474-5085. One more time. Yep, it's 781-474-5085. Again, that was Andrew Montacone from Leader Bank. He has all of the great answers to all of your questions. If you want to get pre-approved or just find out where you are today, uh, just make sure you swing by Brookhill Plaza. Ginny Wandell will be there. See you there. Yeah, she'll see you there, and she can uh, introduce you and give Andrew a call to get pre-approved. Ginny, give everyone your phone number real quick. I'm at 781-354-0723. One more time. 781-354-0723. It's Ginny. Perfect. And I'm Sharon McNamara, 781-294-4848, bostonconnect.com.